listening to the Art of Fulfillment podcast. We interview the world's most fulfilled people to share with you the strategies, techniques, and ideas that can help you master your own art of fulfillment. Life isn't about external success. It's all about fulfillment. Or in other words, how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself. Today's guest is an 18-year-old entrepreneur and the host of the Venture Mentality Podcast, where he interviews high performers and entrepreneurs with the goal of teaching others how to build their own business, create habits that lead to success, and continually operate with peak performance. His burning commitment and drive to help others live life on their terms is astounding, and he is doing this through his Venture Mentality brand by elevating the mindset, habits, and lives of his audience. So please, help me in welcoming Jacob O'Connor to The Art of Fulfillment. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Yeah, I'm glad that you know um, this opportunity came up and we were able to make it work. Yeah, and we, we met through um, a mutual contact with Jeremiah Salvin, who's been a mutual guest on both of our podcasts. Um, so it's really cool he connected us. And again, I'll, I'll tell you this, I've told you this many times before, it's really cool um, to meet someone who's so young and out there getting it, who's conscious and who's driven and who has a mission at that young of an age, because I sure as hell was not like you when I was 18. So it's really cool um, to see that in you. And so to kind of give a little bit of background to our listeners here, um, how did you get onto this journey with Venture Mentality and uh, connecting with these great entrepreneurs and just on the path of owning your own kind of business um, you know, at such a young age? What does is, what is your story look like for you? Yeah, so it all started my junior year of high school. Um, there was a program in my school called the uh, the startup program. It was basically where you where students got to go visit different businesses and they kind of got to see what it was like to run a business. And then at the end of the year, um, they were challenged to create their own product or start their own service. And so um, I made a product. I made some seat cushions for truck drivers to help with back pain and you know account for vib- vibrations and issues like that. And so through that. Um, I partnered with a global manufacturing company uh, that was just down the road from here and they offered me an internship and it was during this internship that I was working over the summer that I started listening to different podcasts and um, specifically Joel Brown and Casey Adams, their podcasts are really great and uh, I was very intrigued by it. So I I kind of thought like, well, I've always wondered like what separates the high performers from your average shows. So I was just kind of like, that was the whole driving question and I was thinking that what's the best way to find this answer than to just ask the people who are doing great things themselves. And so about uh, beginning of September, the podcast got approved on Apple. And since then, I think I've had, I think 28 interviews with some pretty high performers. Oh, wow. That's awesome, man. That's, and it's, again, that's so cool. That you're able to do this at a young age and you just had this idea and you were like, fuck it, I'm going to go out and pursue it. Um, and a question that I kind of want to ask you in relation to that is, there's a lot of people who I've met personally and I've had this excuse too when I first started to get along my journey is like saying like I'm too young. Like I'm I'm not ready. Like I don't have the experience. But for you, it, it seems like that doesn't matter to you. Like you're out there doing it. And it's not just you're out there doing it, but you're already getting results. Like, I mean, you've, you've talked with high performers. You talk with some impressive entrepreneurs out there. So for someone who's listening, like what, what's kind of like your mindset around like youth and, and how have you not let it hold you back from, from achieving your own goals? Well, there's two things that I've kind of come to realize. And the first one is that I was not worried about being too young. It's actually the opposite. You know, I think a lot of things are fear driven. And so the fear for me was kind of getting complacent and growing old in a job that I didn't really care about. So Mm -hmm. I was just kind of on a journey to find something that 
find something that was right for me at the time and that I'm actually intrigued by to ensure that I don't end up with some deadbeat job that I don't want to work. And then along with that, um, the advice that I would offer for any young entrepreneurs is that, you know, age doesn't really mean anything. Cause once you start to look up to the high performers, the high, uh, high level entrepreneurs, like I was talking with a, I was talking with the high level entrepreneur who does millions in manufacturing every year. And he said that one of the things that um, I'm going to begin to realize as I continue on this journey is that the people who are winning, the people who are that are at the top, they don't care how old you are. They just care about what you're doing and the results you're getting. So mm-hmm. you, you don't really need to worry about the age. And then with my, with my field being podcasting, my age is actually what's allowed me to have so much success because the fact that I am so young um, has inspired a lot of people and it entices them to come on my show and see what I'm doing. Absolutely, man. And yeah, it inspires me. And I'm sure like you're using that to your strength because again, you've got amazing people on that podcast. And I love the way that you reframe that in a way to say like, yeah, this is actually a benefit for me. Like this is something that is going to help to serve me as opposed to something that's going to hold me back. And you'd able to use that to help you to drive results. And I think you and I have a great thing in common in that we both appreciate results over experience, results over age and all those things. So for someone in their life who's looking to get better results, What's kind of your advice to them and how do you look to get better results in your own work and your own life? Um, to get better results. Let's see. Well, the thing that goes along with getting results is the level of your problems, the amount of problems and complications and challenges you're going to have in life directly correlates with the amount of success that you're going to have. Mm. So if you want to get um, high, high level results, you need to be prepared for high-level problems, complications, stresses. And so the first thing that I would advise people to do to get the results they want to get, whatever field it is, it's universal. Whatever it is you want to do, the first thing you got to get right is your mind. So mm-hmm. you need to start um, you need to start reading, educating yourself, whatever your field is. You need to start listening to podcasts, watching videos, talking with people who are already doing this thing because success leaves clues. And so you just have to kind of follow the journey and find someone who you can emulate their success. And you don't want to replicate them but you want to say like they did this. Okay. I'm going to try this. I'm going to put my own twist on it. So if you want to get big results, you have to take big action and you got to have a growth mindset. Cause a lot of people have this limited fixation that, you know, like my age is holding me back. I'm too young. I'm too old. Um, I'm, I've got this circumstance, you know, everyone's got their own stuff going on, but when it comes down to it, you got to have a growth mindset and believe that whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. And once you reach that point that a lot of things, uh, momentum starts to shift. Yeah, no, I I love that, man. I totally agree. Like it all starts with the mind. Like if you don't have your mind right, like you're not going to have your business right. You're not going to have your health right. You're not going to have your relationships right. You're going to have anything right. And I've always said like the best investment that you can make is not real estate. It's not stocks. It's not your own business. It's literally in your uh, personal development and the way that you shape your mind. Because again, like there's so much resources out there and success leaves clues. And it's so it's so easy nowadays relative to, you know, our parents and our grandparents to get that information and to actually implement it. Um, For you in your life, going through that process of learning from people, what have been the kind of skills that have helped you to really um, deliver better results, like specific things that you've learned that you would encourage others to also learn as well through this journey of building their mind? Mm -hmm. Well, right off the bat, it's going to sound kind of esoteric and like a bunch of nonsense, as Will Smith would say. But what the thing that I've realized is there's these universal truths, laws, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Like you've got the law of attraction. Um, you've got all these different principles that once you start applying into your life, you can see that these things actually start to happen. So like if you think about something, 
and it's in your mind and you start to really think about it, take action on it. And then it comes true. It's the law of attraction. You are attracting that thing into your life. And then um, another lesson or something that I've learned, another skill that I've gathered is the principle of just asking. So mm-hmm. I have a mentor in Colombia. His name's Joe Capias. He's a very successful entrepreneur. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have him as a mentor. I actually just had a phone call with him this morning and he's offered me a lot of guidance. But one of the biggest things that he taught me was like three or four words. No, it was two words. And he said, just ask. And to give more context, we were talking about my seat cushion at the time. And uh, I was trying to work with these companies, trying to make things happen. And he said that the worst thing you can do, the worst thing that's going to happen is they say no. Because if they say no, then that's literally it. Move on to the next thing. But if you ask, there's always the chance that they're going to say yes. Mm, yeah, no, I love that being absolutely just direct and just saying, Hey man, like, can you help me out here? Can you do all those things? And, um, it's really powerful because again, like you can get that closure whether or not it's like, okay, yes, like I can go on or it's no. And it's like, I can move on to the next big thing instead of just being in this realm of uncertainty being like, Oh shit. Like, what if I, what if I asked, like, I should have asked, like what could have came from that? And you're not like swirling around the ether of possibility, so to say, and you're really just grounded in your process from there. Um, do you get any, cause I can hear my listeners kind of like with like the, they always give some pushback on some kind of things. And I feel like with this one, it's always like, Oh, well, I don't want to come off like I'm being too aggressive or I want to be, uh, or I'm like coming off with an agenda. So like, mm-hmm. like, is there ways that you kind of have combated that in your life? Cause I remember when we first discussed too, like you were very straightforward in the way that you asked, like, you know, you're saying, Hey, like, could you help me out in these areas? And I was like, wow, I really appreciate that. Like for me, like I did not see you coming off as an agenda, but like, to get through that mental barrier, like, was that something that you had to do or you have, would you have any advice to help others to get through that barrier? It was definitely a challenge. I've always been like a very polite kid who didn't want to really get to the point because he was Mm. afraid of coming off the wrong way. But then really with my first, with my first mentor, Mr. Capias, like, um, I, I always advised whenever I was emailing him, phone calling him, like his time is so valuable, but you need to do it concisely. You need to have things planned out to say, you need to be direct with him always be polite with what you do, but you need to realize that other people's time is the most valuable thing that they have. So you need to be direct with it. So of course, like when you're going about it, you're going to say, please, you're going to say, thank you. You're going to word it in a way that's nicely. You're going to try and bring value to them first before you ask for something um, in return. That's very important for people to remember. But when it comes down to it, you need to not be afraid to come out and ask. You just need to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I love the point that you said, how you have to focus on giving value first. Like you got to focus on them as opposed to focusing on you. Um, So for someone who maybe is not sure how to give value to whether it's a person that they want to get on their podcast or whether it's a a, a person that they want to be mentored by, or maybe even it's just their boss, whatever it is, like what would be your kind of go-to way to add value to someone? If someone is saying, Oh, I don't know how I can give value to this guy. Like he's so much better than me. So, so how can someone learn how to give value first? Mm-hmm. That that right there is is very challenging because it goes back to the the growth mindset kind of thing. Like I yeah. used to have this limited mindset where it's like these are millionaires, these are billionaires, these are people that how could I possibly bring them anything that could be of use to them? Right. But then um, you kind of realize like, okay, I'm I'm an expert in this field. I'm developed in this field. Like I can offer these things no matter how small it is. I'm willing to do it, do it consistently, and do it to the best of my ability. And so I guess an example I could offer is. I had Jason Stone, the millionaire mentor on my podcast. Um, he's got 4.5 million followers on Instagram, something like that. Mm. He's a very successful 
multi-millionaire. And I was thinking the, like the first thing I did because he wasn't answering my, my, um, my messages, I was reaching out to him. He wouldn't answer. And so I said, uh, I, I don't want to come off as direct, but like, what can I do to bring you value in exchange for an interview? Cause initially he was asking for money for an interview. And I was like, I, I'm sorry, I don't have that money. I'm just starting up, but what can I do in exchange for that? And so, um, we talked about what I was doing and, uh, I ended up having, I have a blog that I run too, the Venture Mentality website. And so he was like, if you write an article on me and um, if you write an article on me and you do your research and I can tell that you put some time into it, then easy yes, I'll do an interview with you. And so I wrote up a really nice article. I spent a lot of time on it. He's like, all right, let's do it. Um, it. It's just coming down to what you can offer people, no matter how small it is, still putting the offer out there and being willing to do whatever it is that they um, can think of that you can help them with within reason. Yeah. And, and I like how you morph the two things in there with the adding value plus just asking, right? It's, it's just a matter of sometimes just asking, Hey, what can I do for you? How can I add value and being direct like that? And it ended up to work in your favor. I mean, to interview a guy of that caliber is, it's pretty impressive. I mean, $4.5 million multi, or sorry, followers and multimillionaire. I mean, that's definitely no small feat. So I think that is definitely a testament to how well that can work for people. And kind of just thinking about how you're going to translate this all into your life. Like what's kind of like your vision for, you know, your life in the future and, and your goals. And I don't often ask this question um, a lot to people on my show just because I, I think, I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like for you, like it, it'd be really illustrated for people to, to know that like you can be young and have these big dreams and everything like that. Because I'm assuming you want to do big things. Um, so what kind of vision for your life do you have if you have one um, that is for, for down the road? Mm -hmm. Well, right off the bat, if, if you don't have a vision for what you're doing, then chances are you shouldn't be doing it yet. So mm -hmm. I think it's very important first to craft a vision and to know that it's going to change along the way. So mm -hmm. when I, when I started out, I, I don't know, I had a completely different vision of where I wanted to go than what I'm doing now. Um, initially I wanted it to be more of a thing where honestly, I don't even remember, but it was like, it was just so much different. So, so now my vision is like, I want to have a top business podcast. I want to travel the world, talk to all these amazing people, bring value to as many listeners as I can and help to change lives. Um, and I, I want to speak on stages in front of people. I want to, you know, I want to do the Tony Robbins, the Ed Milet, the Andy Frisella. I want to do that kind of thing. I want to be a mixture of all of them. But at the same time, it's about giving back to the community. And I don't think that St. Louis has something um, like this in the area. So I want to develop something over here too. So it's just, it really, it really changes um, what your vision is going to change along the way, but it's important to have something to hold on to, regardless if it changes, just to keep you sane and to keep you working towards something. Right, right. No, I, yeah, I, I can definitely follow in the same boat. It's like when you have a vision too, like you are aligned, like you have direction, you have like intention with your actions. You're not just like waking up on a day-to-day -day basis being like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do today? Right. You're like, okay, like I know where I'm going and I don't even know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to take some action that's going to get me forward to whatever I'm looking for, wherever the vision it is. And again, like if you don't have a vision and you're just kind of doing something like you shouldn't be doing it at all because it ends up just being meaningless at the end of the day. And I, I like, I literally got the chills when you said that because I can resonate that so, so deeply. So in, in your life through your journey of learning and through your journey of just building your business, like 
who would you say has had the most impact on you? I know you said you've had mentors and stuff, but is there any like books or any podcasts or any um, resources out there that others can listen to on this podcast that have helped to feed your mind and really build the character that you have today and ultimately help you execute on the vision that you're going for? Yeah. Um, just trying to think I, I, there's been so many different things and like, it's kind of like a cycle for me. It's, I go from, I started off with um, YouTube videos and then I went to reading books. Then I went to podcasts and now I'm going back to reading books and it's just kind of a cycle. But I think it started off with, I think uh, an ad for an Eric Thomas video popped up and I, you know, I clicked on it because I was like, okay, this sounds intriguing. He caught my attention and I just kind of listened to a bunch of Eric Thomas's videos um, and then went to Inky Johnson. He's another great source. And it was just these people who were delivering this powerful message. And it was just, I never heard someone be so like authentic and offer me like, I'd, I'd never heard someone just put like the harsh reality of truth right there in front of your face and then say, what are you going to do with it? And it was mm -hmm. just kind of, I don't know, the way that they delivered it kind of made me start to think differently about things. And then it went to reading. Um, I read a lot of books. I think I've read over like 22 books in the last eight months, seven, something like that. Oh, wow. But, um, it, it fell off a little bit. I was on pace to do a book a week, but it fell off. But that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> I, I read a lot of books. One of the big ones was The Power of Positive Thinking. Um, mm. I don't remember the author. It might have been Earl Nightingale, but I'm not, I'm not really sure on that one. And then another one was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, That's a great book. I highly recommend it. Um, that was the first book I read in the personal development realm. So it was kind of hard for me to swallow the first time. It took me a while to go through, but um, it was important that I did finish that book because there were so many different things it can offer you. And I think that um, I think that education is a continued process and too many people have this perception that it ends after high school or after college. But in reality, it's something you take with you all the way along the way. So I, I highly recommend just growing an inventory of books and podcasts and videos and things that you can turn to to continue to develop yourself. Um, and then for podcasts, I started off with Casey Adams with the rise of the young and then Joel Brown addicted to success. And now I'm listening to Andy Frisella and Ed Milet and just people that are ahead of me that I can start to gain traction on just by learning from them. Yeah. Oh yeah. How to, how to win friends and influence people is definitely a classic out there. I, it, it was one of the first books that I read too in the personal development field and you're right. It, it's, there are some things in there that aren't easy to swallow, but once you can start to realize you saying, Hey, like, wait, the reason why it's easy to swallow is because I haven't thought this way all the time. And that's like the journey of learning too, is like, you're always just questioning the different things that, and, and beliefs that you have had about life that really maybe aren't serving you. And like, for your example, like you were saying how uh, you did not want to live a life in a job that was going to make you miserable. And I think there's a lot of people out there who are going down that path, but they just have no no like realm of possibility that like they can actually do something that they enjoy right like like they generally think that like work is something that they can slave away but when you read and you expand your mind you listen to these podcasts like like the uh, ed Milets and the andy frisellas to your point like you understand you're like oh shit like these guys are normal people in the end of the day and they made something happen with it and they're happy doing it and you're like oh shit like i can do it too so i think that whole expansion of the mind is just amazing. And you and I both know that learning from people who have gotten results is one of the most important things. And you've interviewed some great people um, on your podcast and you have your own mentors in your life. So I'm curious, what has been the best advice or maybe if not the best advice, the most impactful advice that you have ever received from anyone you've spoken to or been mentored by uh, during, during your entire journey? 
Honestly, I think I think it goes back to what I said earlier with um, Mr. Capias when he just said to to just ask. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that we've already talked about that and that it was a pretty simple. It wasn't it's not ground shake or anything like that, but it's just so simple and to the point, and it's so authentic that he's right. It is just ask and to speak on the point of how you said that these people are just other people too. Like why can't we do what they're doing? that kind of really dawns on you when you start to reach out to these people and they actually message you back Mm -hmm. and you actually have an interview with them. Like um, Ed and Andy, Grant Cardone, all three of those guys are considered in my mind, like three of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world. But I know that I have interviews coming up with them in the future. They, I think they're after new year's, but like it's, these are real people that want to deliver real value to other human beings. And it's just, when it comes down to it, you got to remember that um, you got to remember that, if you're doing something and people can see it, it's transparent. You have a pure message with pure intentions. The high performers, they're going to want to help you. Right. Wow. Dude, that's impressive that you got all those three juggernauts lined up. I know you told me about Grant, but uh, I didn't know Andy or, or Ed too. Are you doing Andy in person? Because I know he's in St. Louis. Uh, I'm trying to do it in person. Uh, we're working on some scheduling things. So hopefully it happens, but um, it looks like the other two are going to be after the new year at some point, but hopefully I can knock Andy out before then. Nice, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't, cannot wait to listen to it. I've listened to your podcast episodes and I'm sure with those guys who I agree are some of the biggest guys uh, in the game right now, uh, that should be a really awesome, um, a really awesome episode. And I can't wait to, to listen to that. And congrats on getting those guys on your podcast. That's definitely huge. So I, I guess just coming to the whole notion of back to the notion of like beliefs and everything like that, because our show is all about fulfillment. And I think like things that can hinder your fulfillment are buying into these negative limiting beliefs. Have you ever dealt with those in your life? And if so, like, how did you kind of overcome them? Cause like for me growing up, like, dude, I was not a born entrepreneur. Like I was not born driven kid. Like I was not born someone who was self-sufficient and I had to learn all those things. So I'm curious, like from your perspective, like how did that play out in your own life? Like, was it something that, you know, from a young age you were just, you were a go-getter and ready to go after it? Or was it something that you kind of had to learn along the journey, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think there's a lot of different routes I can go there. But just to just to kind of start it off, like it's a it's a fight every day. It's not just one day mm-hmm. everything switches. It's it's like you gotta you gotta keep developing it in different areas. So like right now, I have my moments where it's like I break down, and I'm like, this isn't going anywhere, like this is a dead end and stuff like that. And it's like there's nothing you can do about it. But what you have to realize is you have to be careful about what you're saying to yourself because it's really difficult. Like earlier today, I have my calculus homework sitting in front of me, AP calculus, that class I'm doing well in it, but it's a struggle for me because it's so much work and the caliber of it. It's very difficult for me because I don't catch on in things naturally, but I work very hard at them. So I'm going to get, I'll get an A in the class, but what you won't see is how many hours I'm spending behind the scenes working on it. And so earlier today I was just like, I have a, I have a test tomorrow. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is like kicking my butt. Like it is horrible. <laughs> And so like the limiting belief was right there. And so what I have to do is you have to sit down, you know, take a break, do something that you enjoy and then be like, okay, I can handle this. I've handled it before. Other people handle things harder than this. You're able to do it. And, you know, just beyond that, it's, it goes, it's a plot it's applicable everywhere in your life, whether, whatever your situation is. And so I just think that the, the limiting beliefs are really hard to overcome and, you know, I might not handle them the best way. I'm 18 years old. I, I'd like to think that I have a lot of the answers, but I know that, you know, um, I have a lot of ignorance at the same time. And sometimes that ignorance, ignorance is bliss, but the reality is it's really important to face the facts. 
And so when it, when it comes down to it, I know that meditation is a good option for people to do mm. when they're stressed out, um, gratitude practices, or um, one of the things that I found uh, that gets me more control in my life is I take cold showers in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so it's just something about putting yourself in that uncomfortable situation, which allows you to grow. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I love cold showers too. It's, it's, it's really powerful because like you said, you build resiliency that way because I don't know, maybe Wim Hof like really actually loves the cold showers, but like I do it every day and I can't speak for you, but at least for me, like I fucking like dread going into the cold shower every time. I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, I don't want to do this shit today. But like, once you go in there and you like are able to practice that like emotional regulation of just being calm, like in the face of just this icy cold fucking hell, that's just going all over you, you start to feel better. And then, you know, the things that happen to you later in the day that might be hard and challenging, you know, you can overcome it because you took the cold shower in the morning, like you exercise in the morning, whatever that hard thing is doing that is so just, just, really powerful like doing those hard things and i also want to just commend you on just saying it's really really beautiful when you can go out and say yeah like i'm ignorant i don't know a lot of things because hell dude i'm 23 years old like i don't fucking know sh-. like you know what i mean like you're 18 i'm 23 and i i don't know shit and i think it's it takes a lot for a person to be able to say that and it's something that i've had to learn the harsh reality of is that like i don't know everything i will never know anything and it seems that you've reached that same point but to get to that place is also one of ease, right? It's like one of like, oh, wow, there's so much opportunity for me to grow and learn and get better, like you said, which is what this whole episode has been about. So man, okay, so we're on the tail end of the episode here and I've had an awesome time talking with you and a lot of great nuggets of insight in uh, in this episode. Um, So I'm sure a lot of our listeners are really stoked to dive into your world and listen to your podcast, um, especially for those big episodes that you have coming up. I think that's so cool. So what, can you tell a little bit more about your podcast, where they can listen to it and uh, where they can read your blog if they're interested? Yeah, so the website is www.venturementality.com. Um, it's pretty outdated. I built it in July. I have not updated it since then. So <laughs> I don't even have the podcast linked in there yet, but uh, I'll, I'll be working on that hopefully coming up. But yeah, the podcast is Venture Mentality. That's Venture Mentality. You can look for it on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you can look, listen to podcasts. <clears throat> I would appreciate it if you could, you know, rate it, leave a review, subscribe. You know, I just, it's all about sharing the message and helping people take action on their dreams. Then you can find me on Instagram at venture.mentality if you want to follow my story and see insights to some of the stuff I'm working on. Awesome, man. Yeah. And I, again, to our listeners here, I totally check out, totally encourage you to check out his podcast, listen to Venture Mentality. He's got some real great guests on there and he's really, really thoughtful with the way that he asks his questions and gathers insights from these people. These are some of the best minds who are out there in the world of entrepreneurship and business. So there's a lot to learn from it. And as you can see, he's definitely on the come up too. So um, it's really cool to kind of get it on the ground floor before he blows up because I know in my mind, I think he will. So anyways, Jacob, for my, I appreciate my, that, man. Oh, of course, man. I, I'm definitely bullish on you. If you were a stock, I'd be all in. Um, so for my last question here, what does fulfillment mean to you and what fulfills you in life? Fulfillment means that to me, it means that you wake up every day feeling like what you're going to do, you wouldn't trade it for the world. Like there's going to be days where you wake up and it's like, okay, I know I have to do this thing and it's going to suck, but it's going towards the bigger mission and that's completely worth it. And so for me to be fulfilled just means that you're living in whatever passion you're at in that moment. So like passion is going to change as you go throughout life, but to be fulfilled just means that you're doing the thing that you should be in that time frame. And then, you know, some of the best ways that I like to feel fulfilled are 
just pod, podcasts. I love to talk to people. I love to extract the wisdom and to share it with my audience. Yeah, man. Oh, great answer, dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I know you got a lot of great things ahead of you and I'm so excited to, to be a part of your journey and to watch you just rise up. Cause, uh, I know you're only just getting started and you're really on the early beat. So I can't imagine to see what you're going to do when you're 30 and 40 years old. Cause you, you got a head start on a lot of people and, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, what's ahead of you. So thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a great day. Of course you too. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. If you enjoyed it, we would really appreciate if you left a review or rated our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It really helps us to spread our message uh, and mission to help others create a life of fulfillment for themselves. And you can really just help us out by doing those things. We really appreciate you listening. And if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram at Art of Fulfillment, or you can find me on Instagram at Joe Corsione. Feel free to send a DM or, um, or comment on one of our posts if you have a question. And we'll be more than happy to hand answer because we love to connect with you guys. We love to answer your questions and we are always here for you guys if you ever need us. All right, thank you so much for listening. And remember, create a fulfilling life for yourself. We'll see you next Wednesday.